you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far Welcome everybody, it's another episode of Hall and Snokes. You got me, Danny Hall, and we got the Snokes, Matt and Chris. And we What's got up? What is <laughs> up? So, uh, ha- has everybody uh, calmed down from this whole uh, last tr- Jedi trailer thing yet? Because I, I quite, haven't quite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah. but not, yeah, not completely. A little bit. I, I mean, like, I, I can actually, like, go to bed at night and not just, like, watch it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like, uh, it's, like, kind of, like, my favorite time of year because it's, this is, like, the kickoff of, like, that final countdown. So it's about eight weeks until I get to board uh, a plane to Montana and see this, uh, this little... There's a little movie out there. For, for some reason, I'm going to Montana. I don't know why. <laughs> it's funny to me that somehow my brain, like, I know it's the same amount of time, but, like, two months sounds like way less than eight weeks to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For some reason, like Eight two, weeks makes it sound like a long time. I don't know. I, I felt the opposite. I felt like two months or, like, because it's either 60 days. We're under 60 days. We're at the... 50-something days. See, that makes it feel like the longest po- amount possible. Like. But I feel like two months is like, <laughs> Just oh, the higher the months, number goes. I have to wait two months, but like eight weeks, it's like, I can I can handle eight weeks. Yeah, but know. two's way less than eight. See, see but like, <laughs> ne- by next Monday, it'll be seven weeks, and then six weeks, and then it's, it's like, it's like, fi- like a countdown, the final countdown. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's, that's, the that's final fair. countdown. That's my point here. We're, we're, in, that, we're in the home stretch. Yeah, journey... it's kind of crazy. It's very, it's very close now. Yeah, like I, I feel like this whole year, like I just decided to kind of like commit myself to like my Star Wars fandom, and it goes back to like purchasing the tickets to to celebrate, or pretty much like booking the hotel to to celebration, or for in right. Orlando for celebration, to actually getting the plane flight flight, to waiting in line to see the trailer. Like it all just like, is leading up to this like final two eight weeks two months whatever you want to call it and i'm excited now yeah me too we we kind of started this journey with the first trailer yeah yeah definitely oh man it's crazy that that was six months ago yep we got we got Um, tickets in case anybody was worried about that yes yeah yeah, I know. I still need to pay you. Oh, I, yeah. just, I just paid uh, like two thousand dollars in in deposits for a new place. So like I'm I I have like forty dollars in my bank account right now. So I could pay you, but then I only have ten dollars in my bank. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, uh, I'll get it to you soon. Yeah, I right. want to make sure you can eat so you can actually survive and yeah. be there. So. Yeah, right. but it's better to be broke and, and have a place than than not. So yeah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that sounds um, like a theory. But no, go ahead. 
I just said that. That sounds like a good theory. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, uh, but, yeah, speaking of the trailer, I don't know. I heard somebody mention it on another show that I was listening to last week, and uh, it was an, I thought it was an interesting question. Like, where would you, in terms of trailer, where would you rank this trailer as far as, like, is it your favorite Star Wars trailer ever? Or, like, you know, I mean, does that make sense? Like, or, or even of just the recent ones? Because, like, obviously, like, the first original trilogy ones, we never saw those trailers before they came out. Uh, yeah. I remember being pretty fucking hyped for the Phantom Menace trailer the first time I saw it. Uh, pretty hyped for the Revenge of the Sith. Obviously, Force Awakens. I, I think I'm, I'm biased, and maybe you guys are, too. To the first Last Jedi trailer because yeah. that sounds that sounds yeah, I was gonna uh, say that. the first the last first <laughs> the first last the first Last Jedi trailer trailer number one for the Last Jedi uh, just because of where we were and what we were doing and who else was in the room like that to me is probably still my favorite one but this I'd put as a close second of of like overall all-time trailer. I don't know. Like, that's just, like, the weird semantic bullshit that Star Wars fans get into is, right? Like, what, yeah. what, where would you rank your favorite trailers? Well, see, that this, <laughs> but, this, this know, show is, like, how... how to do. See, there's two different, like, questions you're answering here. There's, like, your your favorite trailer experience, which has to be the... the right, it's hard to separate of, yeah. the trailer like, from the, the context of where we saw it. Exactly. But as far as, like, my favorite trailer, like, I I kind of, like, just because it's, like, the first time I realized, like, there was actually going to be Star Wars again, the, the Thanksgiving trailer from, like, 2014 for the, the Force Awakens when we, like, had no idea who any of the characters were, but you saw Daisy Ridley and, like, the gloomy figure who now we know is, is Adam Driver and Kylo Ren, but just, like... Excuse me. But yeah, just like how mysterious that trailer was and like how excited I was just to know that there was actually going to be Star Wars in my life again. That's, that's, that no, has that's to be my number one. Yeah, that was like the first actual real look. Yeah, yeah and no, honestly, like, I, I don't really have a, a distinct memory of seeing the, the Phantom Menace trailer. I remember it very clearly because I remember, um,. When the uh, Gungans are walking through the, like, foggy, yeah, uh, like, swamp or whatever, like, that, like, just, for some reason, that stood out to me so much. Like, I, I was just like, what the fuck are those? Like, it got me, I don't know why but that it, got me. So is that excited. scene even in the movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's right before the, the, uh, the droid Gungan battle starts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I love fucking Gungans, man. Gungan warriors are pretty badass. Like, Gungans get a bad rap. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Chris, where where do you rank? Where, where uh, the I mean, I don't know. Like, I I guess I've just never thought of that. I, I mean, hadn't really ever either, too. Like I said, I mean, that's just the, like, extra layer of, like, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous shit that, like, Star Wars podcasts <laughs> get into, I guess, but... And the sad thing I is, like, I, I, I know that, like, 
I the same shows you listen to I listen to so it's like I remember like thinking like oh man what was my favorite trailer like I yeah no it's funny like it's an interesting thing to think about though to some extent it's just like whatever trailer I saw last because like I tried to like go back to like the the Force Awakens trailers uh, pretty much this past week and like try to like bring up the what feelings I was feeling at the time I was like you know what I any little glimpse of Star Wars, I, I just need it's it's just like a drug. It's it's my crack. So, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, no, that's a fair point too. Because it's like it is hard to kind of like look at it, like separate again, separate yeah. from the context. Because whichever, like you said, whichever one has been out most recently is going to be the, probably the one you're most hyped about because it's the newest one coming up that you don't right. know everything about yet. And so, like, whatever one is up next on deck is probably going to be the most exciting at that time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, I guess uh, I thought I, I was thinking the other day, too, uh, as far as the trailer goes, though, like, you know, I mean, as, as we kind of, like... <laughs> obviously predicted that like there'd be a lot of fucking pissing and moaning online about like oh they showed so (laughs) much in this trailer and like i think like you know it might seem obvious but it's like they want you to think that they're giving all sorts of stuff away like i think they're smarter than that they're not that 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 is one thing i i kind of get the feeling that this this trailer is just trying to fuck with you a whole bunch yeah (laughs) No, I totally agree. And actually, one of the things that I think, you know, the more I thought about it uh, is that, you know, you see this this sequence of of Ray going up towards this, like, forest tree or whatever, and it seems kind of pretty reminiscent of, uh, you know, Luke and the cave or what have you. Um, And and thing that I thought, the more that I, you know, rewatched it and, and thought about, you know, sort of the way the whole trailer plays out is especially if you look at their costumes so if especially in reference to the very last uh final thing that we see yeah. uh between Kylo and Ray Ray is wearing her costume that she's wearing at the end of Force Awakens in that uh in that shot she's not wearing her end of the movie you know, in the scene, in the shot with Snoke, where he's, like, torturing her or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's wearing her, like, end of the movie, she's a Jedi now costume. So, it makes me think that the, the scene with her and Kylo is is happening when she is at the Force Tree, and she's having sort of a Luke in the cave fighting Vader kind of thing. And I think it's possible that, if that is the case, that it could either be sort of... a a vision like you know that it's just her seeing kylo and and not actually communicating with him but i also think it would be even more interesting if it was sort of like a like a a harry potter voldemort kind of situation where like they were had some kind of like live force connection between the two of them and you know what i mean it's like she's like a joint vision or something Right, or or, or yeah. the fact that like maybe they're both in like a force sensitive place because she's at the tree and maybe he's somewhere that's also like uh, you know uh, surrounded in the force and you know what I mean. So like maybe that scene is and his scar is all of a sudden gone in that scene too. 
So Wait, it makes have, me he does think have the, little, the little space bit or space. the band aid at yeah. least is gone. The scar, yeah. But the scar is very much more healed uh, than than in the scenes with the band aid. Um, and and so yeah, I think and again also possibly where we see her diving in the water and then come up and Luke's all wet and all that shit. I think that also could very well be in the in the sort of forest tree slash kind of cave type scene and. And so, like, yeah, like we were talking about, like, a lot of the misdirection and the things that they want you to think that they're revealing is really, it could be in one of those forced back or forced vision scenes. It could be some kind of weird, you know, intergalactic communication. Obviously, the Force can travel between planets since people feel other people die on other planets, right? Like, Yoda felt Jedi die, Leia felt Han die. From different planets, so yeah, I don't know. Obi Wan felt the I, entire planet of Older Older Right? Yeah, yeah, like million voices cried out or whatever, and and so I think that would be an interesting way to go to like have them be able to have some kind of without having a direct, you know, because if they see each other in person, they're probably going to have a fight. But like they, you know, if they're on two different planets, they might just be like, oh shit, well we might as well talk since we can't actually <laughs> fight right now. Right. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, so a lot of those stuff seems to me like they they just want you to think that they're giving all sorts of stuff away. But like I said, I think that they're smarter than that, and they're not just gonna like fucking blow their load in the trailer and give away everything. Uh, but but like speaking of all the things that they did show us, like there's also at the same time a lot that we didn't see. Like yeah. you didn't see. Any of the Casino Planet, uh, Canto Bite, didn't see any of Benicio Del Toro, didn't see any of Laura Dern, didn't see any of Kelly Tran. Uh, there's like there's like a lot of stuff that we didn't, a lot of main characters and a lot of like shit what, what that we really see? didn't get a glimpse at at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there, there wasn't... The whole, there weren't too many droids either. Like you, you get the one shot of BB-8 getting zapped in the. Uh, That's X-ray. true. We don't. I don't think we see three PO. We see R two no, in the flashback no scene. Yeah, there's like Luke next to R two in the flashback shot. I, I, I guess at this point, trailer. like you don't really need to see C three PO in a trailer, but <laughs> I don't know. I suppose, but it'd be nice. I don't know. It'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you get you, even Chewie. You get you get one shot of him. In a port. Yeah. In a port. Yeah. And you, you, you don't I, forget about these. You just saw Chewie because it's a, it's a pork. Right. <laughs> yeah, <nobody's, laughs> nobody cares about Chewie. They're all watching the pork. Yeah. <laughs> Sad, but true. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it'd be, yeah, like, it, I'm really interested to see sort of the other subplot between, you know, and what's happening with the Resistance if Leia does you know, get injured or, or is like somehow like not able to be leading the resistance. You know, there's been rumors about there being some kind of like power struggle between Laura Dern and, and, uh, Oscar Isaac or, uh, Poe Dameron or whatever. And I don't know, like I, I find that shit really interesting too. And like, we really haven't seen any about that. We haven't really seen much of like Finn and Rose's sort of stuff to get like we saw Finn and Phasma about to go at it and saw Finn sort of walking down a hallway but really didn't get to see a lot of that um 
And the casino planet, too, I think that'll be pretty interesting. That sounds like that'll be a pretty good chunk of the movie. And we haven't seen jack shit from that as far yeah. as the trailers go. Yeah, like, if, if this were, like... Because, like... For a second, I would, like, if I didn't know, like, because, like, they said this is going to be, like, a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie, like, I, I was kind of getting, I, I would kind of be concerned that, like, this would be kind of, like, the to- Takadana of of the of the Last Jedi, where, like, they're really only there for, like, maybe two or three minutes, or maybe, like, 15 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I, I, ho- I hope there is, like, a f- full fleshed-out scene, because, like... I remember seeing like the the set photos of that place, and it just it just looks cool. It's like bringing the prequels back, and like I don't know. I hope there's a significant amount of time spent on Kanto Bite. It seems like there will be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the nice thing about it being a little longer. Yeah, they can hopefully not have to rush it quite so much. Yeah. But yeah, um, any other significant notes about or hot points you notice at the tra- on the trailer i think one, uh, no, one, go ahead. one cool thing i, I uh, on my first like couple times through i didn't realize like when like kylo was picking up his lightsaber that the uh the praetorian guards you could see like their their like legs and or like whatever they're you, you could see them in the background just like uh, like their feet and their like robes and, like, people are saying, like, oh, or is this, like, a test for him where he has to pick up the lightsaber and fight them or something? I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. But, yeah, yeah just, I, I, as the point. week went on, I, like, kind of, kind of would, like, hear and, like, notice, like, new things about it. Because there is that scene in the behind-the-scenes thing where you see Adam Driver training against, like, three or four other dudes yeah. with staffs. Some pretty sweet bow staff skills going on. Yep. <laughs> um okay so another one other thing i guess though that i like so there's that other line of dialogue that luke has where he says where he's all wet and like laying up against the rock <laughs> looks like maybe ray just yanked him out of the water and and he says like this is not gonna go the way that you think like what the fuck what do you think he's talking about there exactly like i i can't really wrap my head around what i think he like you know like i don't know what do you think i don't know yeah i've I've tried to understand that line i you you assume because he's he's he looks like he's still on uh octu or achu or whatever they want to call it i think it's i think they're going with uh Octo. 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 I think that's Octo. the official. Yeah. I like Octo. I don't know. Whatever the planet's called. And again, I love Star Wars because you have five different pronunciations of every single word. So I'm, <laughs> right. I'm going to stick to Octo. It's still Octo for me. But uh, it, clearly he's there, so I, I feel like he has to be talking to Rey. And maybe she saw something in the vision that she didn't like or was or was determined to fix or something uh, uh, and basically he was telling her he's like ah no that's not how it goes I've been there before yeah I don't know 
That's a good point, actually, because, yeah, if, if she's saying, you know, that she wants to, like, run off to help her friends or whatever, and he's kind of being like, look, bro, you see this fucking robot hand? This shit is Try not going to go out. You're going to yeah. fucking ignore the old man, on the crazy old man on the, like, weird, like, force planet and you're gonna go off in the fucking ship to try to save your buddies and you might get your fucking hand chopped off because i did that same shit and it didn't it's not gonna go it's not gonna go the way you think oh what? <laughs> no i i know there's like all these like people say it's just gonna be a repeat of of the of empire but like what what would you do if if he got like a leg or or like a hand chopped off or something well, I kind of almost expect it because I Anakin wanna, loses yeah. his fucking hand in, in exactly. Attack like of the it's, Clones. It, it's it's uh it's poetry. It's uh <laughs> it's symmetry. What what is what does George Lucas call it? It's rhyming. I want <laughs> I want to see Ray with a robot hand by the end of uh the last. I definitely do. I I think that would be awesome. Like I don't know why, <laughs> but imagine just her picking up her staff with like. Like the end of the movie, just her picking up her staff with her robot hand. That'd be pretty sweet. I still hope she gets fucking double bladed lightsaber blue. I think that'd be dope with the robot hand. Double blue. Double blue yeah. with the fucking badass robot hand. Yeah, and I do. I still hope, and I don't know if we're gonna get it. I I'd still would like to see like Finn. Learn to use the lightsaber to like be trained in lightsaber combat. Yeah, they, right. That... We see him in some more melee combat action. Yeah, and it's like, like it's even with rebels, even upcoming too. It's like well established that you do not need to be a force user for oh, lightsaber. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, you're right. Like pre Vizsla and Clone Wars, Sabine, and Grievous, and... even. Yeah, Grievous. That's a good point. Well, they, yeah, because like that was like a big thing in the original trilogy. That like who was or even when the prequels were, I was like, who was the only non-Jedi to use a lightsaber? It was when Han cut open the Tauntaun. Right. But now <laughs> it's like Finn kind of like gets. Well, dude, and if you read the fucking Marvel comics, in yeah. according to the canon, there's some comics where like they go to this place. This dude has all these like Jedi artifacts, and like yeah. Han, Luke, Leia, Chewbacca, they all fucking bust out lightsabers together. And it's just like, it's a little fucking ridiculous, yeah. honestly, but <laughs> that happened. Yeah. According to the canon. It's canon. No, I think I remember what you're, I, I didn't read that comic specifically, but I think that was, that was the, sort of where the comic started to lose me a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think that was, like, shortly after I, like, just kind of dropped off, and I was, like, still kind of, like, trying to find, like, the synopsises online for the comics. I was like, all right, I, I don't even want to read that. But, yeah. yeah. Well. So um... What... <laughs> I guess, sort of in the same brain as the trailer, there was one seemingly new tv spot that had one new uh line of dialogue from luke uh i think all the shots were pretty much all the same i didn't see any new shots or notice any i don't know if you guys did in that but uh I th the line was just uh why are you here <laughs> uh, luke, Which I i'm guessing he's talking to ray 
Yeah, wasn't it like, what are you doing here or something? I was like, well, that's... Uh, I thought it was just, why are you here? But yeah, something along those okay. lines. Is like, what are, you, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Uh, and who knows? He could be talking to a fucking... He could be going into his bedroom and there's an infestation of porn. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe he's talking you... to the turtle nuns. The turtle nuns? Yeah. yeah. Weird fucking fish nun. <laughs> turtle <laughs> people. That's what, what's it's very the, possible. What was the, uh, description the turtle of their spirit. language? The uh, the watery, like some kind of like slobbery, weird Scottish, yeah, slobbery fish Scottish language. Yeah. I don't remember how they put it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh, yeah. I'd be interested to see what. I hope. I honestly like. I really hope those things don't play into the movie very much. Like, I hope the Porgs have their moment and, like, yeah. you know, I mean, the, are, are there for. But I, I hope the fucking turtle nuns aren't a big part of the movie. I mean, they they, <laughs> they could be the. Uh, Not something I found myself to be expected. Ex, wow, words. Not something I was expecting to be saying in the lead up to this movie. You know, I'm kind of hoping they dial it back on the turtle nuts. Turtle nuts. They, they could have been, they could, yeah, have just, they well. could be the last Jedi ver- version of Zuvio, so you, you might have nothing to worry about. Uh, yeah, except a they're gonna be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so right, right there puts them leaps and bounds ahead of Zuvio. Well, and I, I don't think I haven't seen anything with a with a turtle nun action figure though. So. Yeah, that's true. I'm so curious. There's so much I'm just so curious. Like, as much as, like, I I feel like I'm much more curious about just all these little details of this movie that some of them just don't make sense. And I'm like, what What are you What are you doing there, Ryan? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And not, what are you not, doing to not my even a, Not even in a bad way. Just, like, like, I, like, I think I was more excited for Force Awakens, but this I'm much more curious about. And, it, and, like, I'm still excited just as much, but, like, there's a lot of curiosity I have for this movie that I th- I think part of it is just because, like, I think I kind of knew most of the kind of, like, key plot points at this point for Force Awakens. Again, I can't rewind two years to say that exactly, but I think there's just a lot, like, I don't know about this movie that makes me very intrigued. Yeah, that's true. They've they kept they've kept the spoilers a lot more under wraps. Yeah, and it's weird because like you you think J.J. Abrams is like the the spoiler Nazi, who like will blatantly lie about his movies before he'll like give out any information about it. But yet, I still feel like I know a lot less than I did about Force Awakens at this point. Yeah, like yes and no, but like I yeah. feel like Ryan Johnson is my. I don't know if it's more clever or what he is. Like, he's much, he's much, he has his finger on the pulse of what people want to see and don't see better. Like, yeah, I, I think, and I think it was, uh, I was listening to Star Wars Underworld the other day. I think it was like Tracy and like Dominic who were talking about like this, the subject of like Ryan Johnson and how he sort of handled the secrecy and, and how they thought it was way better. And 
I really definitely agree, and I think it kind of got me thinking, really. It's like, if you think about it, you know, Lucasfilm has this fucking policy of being, like, super stringent and, like, real fucking clamping down on this shit and, like, not trying to let anything leak and being super tight-lipped all the time. And it's funny because, in a way, actually, like, really, in not in a way like it just happened is that like because of that shit and because they're so fucking strict about it i think really like for it to to a pretty big extent led to sort of like the prominence of a like a site like making star wars is because they realized that there was this like fucking appetite like people want to know this shit and if they're not fucking giving you information People are going to find a way to get it, especially in this fucking day and age. Yeah. All the fucking technology and shit like that is available. Like everybody has a fucking computer and a camera and a phone basically in their pocket at all time. And I think it's, it's just funny because like I think they sometimes get annoyed at things getting leaked and getting posted and it's like. You know, it's just funny because if they if they wouldn't have been so over worried about that kind of shit to begin with, <laughs> you know, probably those kind of sites and 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 those sorts of things wouldn't have maybe necessarily gotten as big as they are. And I'm not saying that would be good. Like I love those sites. Like I love but uh, I, yeah, I, fucking both of those sites. But like. It's just funny to me to think about it because it's like they kind of like caused their own problem. Lucasfilm did in by being sort of so uh, tight-lipped about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, and like I, for me personally, I feel like those sites even like fed into like my fandom that like even wanted me to. I like I'm not saying those those sites were the only reason I was a into the movie like i would probably see the movie anyway but i feel like as i saw this there was this big community of, of star wars fans that were just as excited as i was that's what caused me to see that the force awakens probably seven eight nine times in theaters totally so it, it definitely like fueled my fandom even though lucasfilm didn't like all the spoilers no i totally agree but yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny, like that. It's sort of, you yeah. know, they they act like they're all upset about it, but it's like you really kind of like, yeah, you you fucking made your bed, now you gotta lie in it. Yep. Another thing, I feel like Ryan Johnson is much is much more like tongue in cheek about stuff leaking. Like I remember, like what he said about like the spoilers. Like, yeah, it's probably if if you want to go in, like completely unscathed and, and spoiler free you probably don't want to watch the trailer but it's really cool like i don't think uh jj Abrams would ever say anything like that yeah yeah it's fair and there was a lot of fucking stupid like misreporting about that about what he said too and like so yeah like, director says do not watch oh, yeah. the trailer ever it's like no yeah, he we... said if you want to know nothing about the movie don't watch the trailer but that goes oh, yeah. for any fucking trailer for any movie if you don't want to go <laughs> you don't want to know anything before you see it don't watch the trailer like that's fucking common sense yeah. but anybody nah. will fucking 
you know, slightly reword something so they can make a fucking title that'll get people to go, oh, shit, and fucking click on it. It's all about them clicks. Gotta get them clicks. Ryan Johnson says Star Wars trailer spoils the entire movie. Ryan Johnson says he hates Star Wars. <laughs> oh, my God. Because there was a bunch of that shit when Mark Hamill had a quote about, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Johnson went completely the other direction on everything that I expected out of Luke Skywalker. Dot, dot, dot. But Mark I Hamill loved it. Ryan Johnson don't see eye to eye. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. But I loved it. I loved every minute yeah. of it. I thought it was inspired and amazing. But all they quote at the in the fucking, yeah, in the headline is, Mark Hamill says, he did everything the complete opposite of what I w- thought he should. You know what I mean? It's like, if you actually read it, it's not that way. It's not what he fucking said at all. But, yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta get people to click on your fucking stupid bullshit website for fucking, I don't know, TMZ or whatever. I don't know what fucking sites that do that shit. Clickbait bullshit. I don't remember what it was on, but one of the, some fucking Millions of sites. sites. Millions um, of sites. Sites yeah. for you. <laughs> uh, oh. This is just, like, weird and just popped up on my fucking, like, internet, like, a minute ago, but, uh, fucking Jim Leahy died. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, John Dunsworth, who played Jim Leahy on fucking Trailer Park Boys, died. Real shitty. Which really sucks, too, because he, it was, like, Ricky, Julian, Bubbles, and Randy... We're literally about to come here in like a month and a half, and me and Trevor are going to get tickets and go, and I don't even know. I mean, maybe they'll still come. I don't know, but yeah, he definitely won't be there. Sucks. Yeah. It'd be pretty fucking weird if he was there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Bums me out. I saw yeah, Chris. Man. Did you go and see them when we saw them in Missoula at one time? No, I did. I was unable to acquire tickets. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But it was just Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles, and then like I never, I never, never saw Jim Leahy. No, never will. It's a fucking, it's a bummer. It's a bummer rest, yeah. rest in peace, Travesty. Mr. Leahy. He has become one with the liquor. As yeah. Yoda would say. <laughs> You know what does he say? Like, do not uh, mourn those who become one with the force. Well, Jim Leahy, do not mourn Jim Leahy because he's become one with the liquor. Uh, I think he'd appreciate that. I feel like yeah, it. yeah. Oh, it sucks though. It's a bummer. No, um, definitely. <clears throat> uh. You guys want to talk about some Rebels a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, definitely Rebels. So we, we finally got to see the uh, the second half part, of that second. part two. Yeah, uh, I guess we should probably give like a little spoiler warning in case people haven't seen it if, or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, also, don't. what are you doing with your life if you yeah. haven't, I guess? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably just not watching Star Wars Rebels, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, mean, I mean, that's a decision, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I know people who don't like it for sure. Like, it's yeah. not for everybody, but I, I don't know. I dig it a lot. Most no, of the time. Like, I've had my problems with it, but I, I, it's, 
you know, I've had, you go back and look at Clone Wars, there's some episodes that were pretty fucking, like, sporadically, every once in a while, there's some pretty bad episodes or bad arcs of Clone Wars, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you take the good with the bad, but... And that is one of the things about Rebels. It's like you know your the the first episode of the se- of the season, kind of like the middle episodes and the last episode, those are all good. It's just like some of the stuff in between is where it kind right. of divides, I, divides the. I'm phase. hoping, I'm hoping they'll clean it up for the last season. I, I, I they owe it to us. I yeah, feel. Dave I, Filoni said that multiple times that like there's no filler episodes this season. That's good. So I feel like there's a lot of story to Zim tell. kind of admitting too. that there were filler episodes <laughs> in the seasons, but you know. Hey, yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it to Dave Floaty. I mean, a, he's it, a Pittsburgh fan, so. <laughs> I like. I get it. Like they want to keep their kid demographic. They got throwing some cutesy bullshit here and there, but like you can throw in cutesy bullshit without it like ruining the plot, you know. And like the the most egregious examples, I think, are are the some of the droid episodes and and the, just the plot. Like you can give me an interesting droid episode as long as you make the plot make sense. Like it'll be a lot easier for me to stomach the cutesy bullshit if the plot makes sense. But if you throw a bunch of cutesy bullshit at me and the plot is fucking dumb, I'm like it just I I can I couldn't handle it. No, I think you see a good example of that in this episode, or this episode towards the beginning where, like, you have Ezra kind of like, oh, what's this jetpack all about? Like, oh, I'm flying around with a lightsaber and still knocking out. So, like, it's stupid, but, like, in the context of, like, what's going on, it's like, ah, it's a kid show, but, like, there's still this cool overall arc of, like, this story about the Mandalorians that I can still buy into. So it's like it's yeah. It's that's the level of cutesy show. bullshit that I can handle. Like, exactly. That's fine. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's a little bit of slapstick, like here and there. But like, I don't need a fucking. <laughs> I don't need the, a musical number. Honestly, like, because for the the episode a couple weeks ago, I was like editing that scene over, so I had to watch it like five times in a row. It's 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 kind of hilarious when you think about it. I mean, it it's, is. It's it's hilarious in the wrong way, but like the more I watch, but it, it's the like, like it's just it, it's almost like something from like Robot Chicken, like yeah, <laughs> just random out of place. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah. feel like like it seems like something you'd see on like a blooper reel. Like you know what I mean? Like it that they just made the the crew just made it as a joke or something, but like never made it actually into the show. And I think that's why I'm like I guess I've gained it a, not a liking for it, but an appreciation for that scene. It's just like it's so over the top that it's like someone just like, are we really keeping this in here? We're we're really gonna keep this scene in here. All right, okay, <laughs> let's just put that put put it out. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean I gotta respect the move, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And it definitely took oh. a chance there, and it probably didn't pay off. But <laughs> some, some animators just like it's just their their it's like their signature on something. I don't know on the Star Wars on Star Wars canon. Yeah, right. That's that's a weird thing to think that that is canon. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. space. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, okay. So anyway, to uh, I guess to sort of get back into the the first episode, which we saw for the first time fucking six months ago now, uh, which was a little weird. It seems like at all the other times, all the fir- all the other seasons, they premiered both parts of the season premiere at Celebration, but they only showed the first part this time. Um, and I don't know, like, I guess you could look at it as part one and like, it's hard to not look at it as part one and part two since they split it up fucking six months apart. But I guess if you, you could try to look at it as an overall, you know, 45 minute episode or whatever, I just have a hard time separating, separating and since not, you had to pay yeah, for each half. I have too. a hard time combining them into one thing in my mind, just cause there's been such a huge gap in between seeing episodes of it. Um, but yeah, I liked it, uh, the first one a lot. You know, Danny said there's that sort of like a little bit of slapstick goof around fuckery at the beginning with Ezra, and then they kind of get serious and they, you know, they go in and uh, go and try to liberate Sabine's dad from this fucking it, I, that whole sort of chase scene. Uh, as I was watching it and like uh, for the second time, I didn't really think about it the first time. It's very much, uh, it's very like fucking Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Right, uh, the tanks are even on the similar. Tanks, Definitely. Yeah. And they go towards the cliff and whatever. Like, it's very much like, very plays out very similar. And I thought it was it was dope. And like, I thought that was a cool homage sort of to that. You know, it's another Lucasfilm thing also, I guess. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. And the... I will say, though, I was really, like, happy of the fact that, so, you know, there's a whole sort of chase sequence, and then uh, the episode ends with the Empire, uh, you know, they ca- they they get Sabine's dad, but then her brother and her mom are off, <clears throat> um, you know, fighting some Imperials elsewhere, and... And uh, they use this weapon that Sabine designed, and she tries to warn them. They show up. All these fucking bodies are vaporized. And you're like, oh, fuck. They killed her mom and her brother. Shit. And that's where the fucking episode ends. You're like, damn. So, yeah, like, that. that's... Well, I guess we'll get into that. But I remember when seeing it back in April, like, I thought we were staring at, like, the charred remains of her mother and brother. Yeah, yeah, and I, I thought was, that like, the really, whole time. Like, yeah, proud of the show for having the balls to do that, and then nope. Guess what? <laughs> nope. And and you know what? I could have even forgiven it if they would have just killed one of them, but yeah. they fucking show up. You know, six months later on the continued next time, the fucking out of this fucking smog comes walking her mom and her brother, both of them totally alive and totally fine. Yeah, like. Even if just her mom had died, or just the the brother. Like, I I don't know. I thought it was really disappointing, because I was like, wow, you finally fucking, show's becoming a little more grown up, and they're fucking gonna kill off a pretty minor secondary character. Like, it shouldn't be a big deal to kill off a minor secondary character, which would have had a big impact on Sabine, and then it would have made the whole scene where she's kind of going crazy and wanting to stay and fight. And they're like, no, we gotta go. Like that would have made way more sense if they had just killed her mom, right? <laughs> like, yeah, right. No, it, it like 
I remember like how impactful that was to see like the end of that first part of the of the episode. Yeah, like, and then wow. they completely undid it. Yeah. So like all that weight that like how heavy it was that like right. Sabine was like staring at the remains of her family. That she like, caused. Wow. It's like wow, they they really did like turn turn the corner this series in this in this season and like we're just gonna go to to whatever lakes they had to go to. Nope. Right, because that like, worries no. me for like towards the end, because there has to be some sort of resolution for a lot of these characters. Yeah, especially yeah. Ezra and Kanan, because they can't yeah. just be around and be in the rebellion. Like, <laughs> that just doesn't it doesn't work. Well, that, that's yeah. another thing I was thinking about. Is like, what's the ultimate fate of like all the Mandalorians? Like, because it we don't mind, know yet. I don't mind, think there is in canon an ultimate yeah. answer to that question. Yet. Right. But, like, I feel it, like they set it up at the end of this one, kind of. Yeah, like. It, it well, might... I mean, but she destroyed the weapon, though. Yeah. Right, but then they were just like, now the Empire is going to come with full force at Mandalore. Like... Yeah. yeah, I think there's probably going to be another battle for Mandalore, for yeah. sure. Because, like, in, in my head, I guess, I always thought that, like, the only remnants of Mandalorian culture by the time of uh, Empire is that. Boba Fett has Mandalorian army, and that's kind of just a. I mean, I think that I think you're right. That was all there was for a long time. Yeah. But like, also, like we have. I think it's pretty open ended now, though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's got to be some sort of final conflict because now, like, Mandalore's united against the Empire, and it, I don't know. It wouldn't make sense if there was that, and the rebellion didn't like tap into that resource. Exactly. Like, if if there's this whole group of Mandalorians that are also pissed off at the Empire, like, why is it uh, Mon to try to recruit them to join the uh, run at the at the Death Star one or whatever? <laughs> Those uh, Mandalorian fighters kind of seemed like they could do some damage against some TIE fighters, which was another cool part of the uh, the episode that I liked. Yeah. Interesting. That was good. Yep. I know. I, yeah, I was a little sad about the plot armor saving secondary characters, and then... Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just... Well, it's because, like, <laughs> it wasn't necessary to save them, like... I I didn't know who Sabine's mother and brother were prior to this this season. Really, have we seen them before? Or? No. Yeah. Who, wait. Just... Who the? Did you say the mother and brother? Yeah. Were, were the, I guess there was. I mean, last toward, season. Toward the they introduced them in yeah towards the end of last yeah. season. There was those two Mandalore episodes. But like prior to this, like they weren't like people I really cared about, other than. They like kind of ostracized Sabine from the from the get go. Yeah, they were being fucking complicit with the Empire yeah. for years. So like, not not that they deserve to be vaporized, but no, but like it would have. I think it would have been. It, like you said, it just would have made a, a much more impactful episode. I think. And it was still a good episode, and I liked the whole sort of, you know, Star Destroyer infiltration that, you know, it was, it was exciting, and it's a little played out in terms of, like, you know, how many times have we seen them fucking infiltrate a 
imperial ship but like you know whatever it's still it's, it was still cool to see that all that many mandalorians in action uh and as far as the end of it goes i was i i kind of have i'm kind of two minds about it because on the one hand I was a little annoyed that they had spent all this time building up Sabine as this leader, and then all of a sudden, she hands yeah. over the fucking saber to Bo-Katan at the end, and it's like, oh, no, never mind, here, you do it. It's like, but you yeah, just saved did. everybody and did all the things and, and led us to victory. She's like, nah, but you... you you whispered in my ear once, so you should. <laughs> you should do it, right? And no, that that's another thing about like the kind of sec the second half of the episode kind of undoes everything that was impactful about the first ep- half of the episode. Like, yeah, was, I was kind of excited to see Sabine kind of rise as like the the true leader of the Mandalorians and like take up the the mantle and like wield like the the yeah Dark become Saber. Mandalore. Like, yeah, like she. She was the one that's going to unify all the Mandalores, like well, all the Mandalorians. Now, but... we, now we have an ex Deathwatch member, yeah, as the leader of Mandalore, which was like their true starting goal, anyways. It's interesting. And like, I think the reason that they did it was so that they could free up Sabine to go back to the crew. But like, yeah. So here's my thing, like. I think you do that if the show is going to go on for season five, six, seven. Sure, free her up to bring her back. I get it. But the the thing is, the thing considering it's the last fucking season, like I think again, like Danny said, like if you you're undoing all that impactful like character development shit that she just went through. Yeah. She, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like and so trait. since it's a, yeah, that whole arc is now like meaningless because now instead of like her staying and becoming the leader she was meant to be and that she's like all these people are like yeah like i want to follow you and and then she's just gonna fucking turn it over it's like if yeah it's, it's like why, why did in, she go in game of thrones training Snow, sequence with with uh Kated about how, how to use a lightsaber and now she's just yeah. like oh here you go it's like if if it, in game of thrones Jon Snow, after the Battle of the Bastards, turns to fucking Sir Davos and was like, "Look, man, you, here, take my shit. sword. It's king of the shit. You, you're gonna have me. to, yeah, you, you should do this because, like, you're a pretty good advisor. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I know, like, everybody is like inspired by me, and I just led us to victory in battle. But like, you should just do it." <laughs> <laughs> and then walks off, <laughs> and the then show. just like peaced out. <laughs> <laughs> like left Westeros, like it's maybe a silly comparison, but like at the same time, it's just like I, I don't know. Like I think it. I like Bo Katan, and think it's cool that they brought her back. But again, it's like I think it would have been way cooler, like she was being humble and accepting her position at, as an advisor at the side of this like new leader. And I don't know. I just. I was I, I, as cool of an episode as it was. I was a little disappointed, and I think part of that is the fact that I spent six months in my head building up what the conclusion of this was going to be, 
Which is why I don't think it was a great idea to only show half of it. Like, don't show any of it or maybe show all of it. But, like, I think, for me personally, it was, I think I'm probably judging it way harsher having spent, like I said, six months. It's like if you saw the yeah, first like, half of The Last no, Jedi I, and then you I, had to spend exactly, six months until you saw the second half. I kind of feel the exact same way. It's like, I remember seeing that first half i'm like wow this season's gonna go in a completely different direction and like it's gonna be darker and it's gonna have like impactful deaths and like but then it it doesn't it's just uh another season of rebels and i don't know well the weird thing to me though is that they're like very weird about death on this show because At the same time, you have supposedly teenage characters straight up murdering faceless, like, citizens of the Empire. Yeah. Like, those two TIE pilots, Sabine and Ezra fucking blew those dudes up. They just fucking murdered them. Yeah, it's funny. They they won't, like... like... When you think that a good guy died, nope, it was just a fucking trick. Yeah. (laughs) But no, it's it's funny even the the way they do, like kill like the i guess it's just because it is a, a a show on disney xd but like what would like they they have like the blaster or like a, a saber like at point blank rage about to like kill one of the uh stormtroopers they just kind of like ah we'll just uh make a hole in the uh in the transport or, or cut your your speeder bike in half and let you fall off it's yeah like, there's a lot <laughs> of that sort of stuff I know what you mean like oh yeah. like I didn't directly stab you I just cut I just stabbed your bike or your speeder or yeah. whatever yeah I, I know what you mean which but I which I same, get which is I get but I, at the I same time that. there's 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 episodes where like you know there's an episode where uh, they break Ezra out of the cadet school and like Sabine just drops in and fucking like straight up domes this guy like just drops right in front of him turns around and fucking shoots in between the eyes <laughs> like oh and so i think one of the most mean? like what are the like most it's traumatic a inconsistent or like horrifying things <laughs> i've ever seen in any in anything in star wars was when Ezra like forces the uh the the ATAT drivers to like drive their yeah, ATATs dude, off the cliff that was some dark mother I was like, like holy he just shit. fucking Dude, made that dude commit forced suicide. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. what's going through that guy's head as he's being forced to, like, drive himself, like, off of a cliff <laughs> after, like, being forced to shoot all of his best friends and, like, his buddies that are, like, posted at this, like, remote outpost with him? There's, like, five dudes at this remote outpost. They're probably all, like, you know what I mean? They're, <laughs> and that, like, they're all living together. That's why. They're all hanging out. Then all of a sudden, one day, some little fucking punk kid comes in and, like, takes over his brain, makes him shoot all of his buddies, and then run his fucking walker off a cliff. Like, how fucking horrifying is that? <laughs> and that that's kind of what's having me hold out hope that they still do, like, Dark Side Ezra. Just because, like, yeah. I, I, I feel like that's the only thing that could kind of, like, give purpose to his character almost, like... Otherwise, he's just well. Another... No, I agree. I think they gotta do something because yeah. you know I've heard Dave as much as I love Dave Filoni. Like I've heard him say before, you know, like the reason we're doing this, blah blah blah, is we want to be able to end a show because we never got to end Clone Wars. So like, yeah, we don't actually. As much as I love Dave Filoni, 
we don't actually know that he knows how to end a TV show. Like, True. that's, like, a hard thing to do. Like, it's it's easy yeah. to make a good TV show with a good premise, but, like, it's hard to have a satisfying conclusion to a really long TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And I think the longer the show, the harder it is to have a satisfying conclusion. So I'd be interested to see what he does. Like, I really hope that he can go balls to the walls considering that this is it. Like they're not, you know what I mean? It's going to be the end of it. So like have the balls to kill some fucking people off, have some shit really matter. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, As far as the episode though, like it, it still works. It's still a good episode. It's just like, it's just the experience of like having all this, like, Seeing it at celebration and then seeing the second half six months later, I, I kind of think that kind of tampered like, right. my expectations and kind of like my hope for the season. Yeah, I right. totally agree. I think it put too much pressure yeah. on the second half of the episode. Yeah. To be in, insanely good. And it was good. Like, there were some really good parts, but I think it just, those, those couple of like key moments where they kind of just unraveled and undid the important shit that they had built up kind of like watered down yeah. all the other cool like there's a lot of cool action sequences and stuff but like when you when you just like i said you know you take uh, something and and you just sprinkle in some shit that doesn't make any sense it just makes it harder to stomach everything else and it's like it, it i just don't understand why you build up spend all this time building these characters down these certain path and then all of a sudden you're like hey actually never mind uh, no. <laughs> just kidding uh, yeah. uh, we'll just I was go back so like, the ghost crew. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. I guess so. Like, I it. I, what I would say is, <laughs> I would give the first part of the episode a nine, and I would give the second part like a seven. Yeah, and I think overall, an eight. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like an eight sounds a little generous for how I feel. Right. Yeah. I guess. I guess I, eight is the average of seven and nine. <laughs> so I have to yeah. With that. yeah. No, so like, no, I mean, like, I I kind of almost wish I could get the experience of seeing both, either both side, both uh, parts of the episode back in April, or I've never, or I never saw it back in April, and saw it all as one. Yeah, because I feel like the, those two living like were stronger on us just because I spent six months thinking they were they were dead. Yeah, and that's that's I I literally thought like I saw Sabine pick up like the helmet of her scorched mother or brother. Right, it looked very similar. Yeah, but it's like just kill one of them. <laughs> like have have the brother come out of the fog carrying the mom's body like you know what i mean yeah. like something like i don't know I, I don't know i i didn't hate it but it's just like ah, like what? Yeah. <laughs> come on yeah. i only have like i don't know what 15 episodes how many fucking episodes are in the seasons anymore 20 uh, like 20 yeah, 20 yeah okay so i guess they but that's two of them already so there's what 18 left yeah, and the the last one is gonna probably be a double episode too. Actually, there's two more double episodes I think. So, really, yeah, there's probably really only more like fifteen episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, uh, 
it'll be something to keep us busy till we see the last Jedi, I guess. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the cool thing about the premiere, though, is that it 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 like it starts that like kickoff of like there's new shit every week until the movie comes. Well, out. I I hope it's actually every week because I remember like. The past season, right? They like, fucked it around before. They like show you three episodes, and it'd be like four weeks before and then, you do another episode. Yeah, hey, we're uh, we took it decided to take a three week break. It's like, do you need to all go on vacation? Like, can't you just wait until <laughs> the fucking show's out and then take your vacation? Yes. <laughs> well, Rebels. Oh, what a hope for you, at least for. One more season because it seems like that's that's all you got, and we'll go from there. Uh, anything else you want to get into before uh, <clears throat> we wrap up uh, this rosy? Or... No, I think that's all. No. Uh, oh, you know what? I think they uh, announced a fucking a release date for a Gambit movie finally. Finally, finally. Yep, it's February 2019. Uh, so, yeah, like, I don't know, probably around Valentine's Day. Uh, and then uh, they, you know, they sort of recapped that same synopsis that we talked about before. But, yeah, it's cool. They're uh, actually moving forward with it. So I'm excited about that. Word. Uh, Mr. Changing Table Chanting. Tanning Chatham, yeah. Tatum, oh, Tatum. also speaking of comic Tatum, books, though, did either of you uh, see the new Black Panther trailer? Uh, there's a new I one. have not. Yeah, a new one dropped uh, today. It's fucking uh, dope, dude. I don't know. I'm pretty excited for that. I wasn't necessarily expecting to be like over the moon about that that movie, just from like I don't know. Like he's cool in Civil War, but he didn't like totally like you know, steal the show and take over that movie. Like, he was an interesting character, but, like, I wasn't like, holy shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, it was cool, but, like, the trailer fucking blew me. I was like, oh, damn, like, this movie looks fucking insane. Yeah, right now. So, yeah definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, looks, looks pretty, pretty good. <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, that's all I, that's no, all I know about. Check that out. I wish I. Uh, I was just like going through the visuals right now. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about it till uh, just now, <clears throat> just now. But uh, oh yeah, I t- actually there was uh, a little bit more. I totally forgot there was those toy things. Remember? Um, uh, the <clears throat> so the new toys. It's funny that they act like this is like a new thing. This like force link toy thing where like you put the toy up next to the force link and it makes it say a few lines of dialogue or whatever it was the exact same fucking shit that they did with phantom menace it was called a oh yeah i had one of those yeah. reader it looked like yeah. the little jedi communicator and uh <clears throat> excuse me and it's like literally the exact same shit but anyway so there's um Somehow somebody got a hold of, well, this is from making Star Wars, but they somehow got a hold of uh, some of the lines, that the, the Force Link lines for the different figures and what they say. Um, and some of them are interesting. Uh, so for Luke, he says, may the Force be with you. Trust your instincts. Leave this place. Come, I'll show you the true meaning of the Force. 
and stay back. So those are all pretty interesting, especially leave this place. Yeah. Like telling Ray to get fucked and like he's not gonna <laughs> train her and like so you know, but he also says I'll show you the true meaning of the force. So it makes you wonder which one is before the other because uh, he clearly. I think he kind of agrees. I'm guessing he kind of agrees to start training her a little bit. And then maybe that moment where the ground cracks and he makes an oh shit face at that point. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of rethinking this whole thing. You should, you should leave. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. God damn it. <clears throat> so for Snoke, uh, it's a line from the force awakens. There's been an awakening. Uh, then he says, for you, all is lost. Guessing maybe talking to Ray. Uh, the resistance will soon be in our grasp. We will crush them once and for all. And your emotions have made you weak. And that one's interesting because I'm, again, probably guessing he's talking to Carlo there. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Carlo. <laughs> but it's just a little bit of interesting insight into the script and, and, and some of Snoke's dialogue. Uh, Ray says, get out of here. Uh, she has a line from Force Awakens, I'm not giving you anything. I feel the Force. You will release me, that's from Force Awakens. You're gonna pay for what you did. I would guess that's probably to Kylo. Yeah, it sounds... That's Maybe you're talking about Han Solo. Uh, the First Order are everywhere. Maybe you're talking to Luke. Um... I can do this. I'm not afraid of you, and I'm with the resistance. Maybe that's what she says to Luke when he says, "Like, what are you doing here?" He says, "I'm with the resistance." So that's interesting. <coughs> yeah, uh, sorry, I'm fucking dying over here. Because it seems like we uh we kind of get a sense of like what uh Luke's reaction to Ray is. It's like, kind of, what are you doing here? But. <laughs> And I kind of want to see Ray's response. It's like, uh, I think your sister told me to come here with this, with this, and you're supposed to do something. I don't know. What's going on? But it'll be interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, and for Rose, she says, I can fix anything. It's kind of like Pose. I can fly anything. Uh, blast them, bullseye, we have a mission to complete, and you can't give up on the resistance. Uh, then for her sister, Paige, she said, orders, who looks like she's a gunner on the bomber, she said, orders received, direct hit, I'm not giving up now, we have to tackle the first order head on, and my sensors are picking up ties. Uh, Kylo's are interesting, uh, too little bit he says uh the, the most interesting one i think is you will bring luke skywalker to me and he also says i know what i have to do i feel the power of the force those are the only new ones for him but the where he says you'll bring luke skywalker to me that's really interesting and it makes me wonder if and again i'm going off my fucking theory about sort of her and him having a, a like force linked conversation uh in the i keep wanting to call it the cave but at the the forest tree or whatever <laughs> um 
So it'd be interesting if maybe in that, tree you know, house, where they're talking the in the, yeah, in the, in the tree house. And like I said, <laughs> though, she has her earlier costume there. So makes me think that's probably what's going on there. But, uh, again, obviously I, I'm agreeing with my own theory. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so if he's saying bring Luke Skywalker to me, I don't know. It's interesting, though, because I don't know who else he would be saying that to. Maybe to some fucking, maybe saying it to the Knights of Ren. Maybe he's like dispatching them or whatever, but I don't know. What do you guys think about that line? Uh-oh. I'm sorry, what, what line? You will bring Luke Skywalker to me. I I I assume it's to Ray because that who it seems like Ray has the most interaction with Luke Skywalker at this point, but yeah, it could be Eric. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. He's just him setting people out, get him, yeah. bring him to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> another thing I'm always going to be curious about is like how many of these lines actually end up in the movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean. I think the weight you can hold in toys is yeah. Sometimes there's some interesting stuff there, but no, for sure. I just thought yeah. that was an interesting that one in particular. I just thought was that jumped out at me as kind of interesting. Yeah, because I mean, like I think you get in the the sense of the Force Awakens that Snoke and Kylo kind of have a mission to find Luke. And either kill him or bring him to Snoke and try to figure out what he's all about. But there, there is some interest in finding Luke on the First Order's head. Yeah. You know what bums me out a little bit, though, if it happens, is that, like... It seems like Luke has, like, not really learned his lesson about, like, not giving people the full story. Like... He fucking got lied to by Obi-Wan and Yoda, and it fucked him around and caused him some trouble. So, like, it didn't, like, it kind of annoys me that he's going to turn around and, like, not really give Ray the full story. And obviously, they lied to fucking Ben about who, you know what I mean? He's like, clearly that shit worked so well when it happened to me that <laughs> it's such a great idea to turn around and do the same shit to my grandson. And, oh, look, it fucked him up. Oh, shit. Surprise, surprise. Uh, surprise, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I think uh, we've said enough about that. Should we get into some Rosie? Let's do it. Let's do it. Tell your story about a woman I know. I come loving, steal the show. She ain't exactly pretty, ain't exactly small. Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six. You can say she got it all. So, uh, you got episode three of season two on Rosie. 
It is guilty by disassociation. Pretty much the, uh, the pretty much the whole gist of this episode is that Rosie's looking for a job. Post her, uh, epic, uh, walking out or quitting the, uh, the factory job and kind of convincing all of her co-workers to walk out with her. And she, uh, she's been doing this kind of telemarketing for a magazine gig that's really not anything she, uh, she really enjoys doing. It's just something she has to do just to kind of do something. And it's kind of funny how, like, uh, there's a phone call because I was in I was at one point in sales too, and she's like, I think the uh, it's, she's like she's about to hang up on the customer. She's like, her potential customer. She's like, you're not interested. It's okay. I'm not interested either. And then I don't know. I I found that funny just as someone who used to have to talk to people <laughs> yeah. and make a livelihood after getting them to buy stuff. Uh, any other funnies? Uh, there's kind of just some. Not a whole lot going on with the rest of the family. It's kind of a Rosie-centric episode. Any? Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's some some good little one-liners and little zingers here and there, but like, it. Not like I don't know. It's definitely not like the funniest episode ever. And one weird thing that was like, so she goes to go to this job interview or whatever. Yeah. And, and you know, they offered to her, and then. She calls her husband and says, oh, I got this job. And then they find out, blah, you know, she can't use the computer, so that she doesn't get... But between the time she calls him to say, I got the job, and the time she drives back home, somehow they manage to call every single person yeah. that either of them knows <laughs> and get them over to the house to do a fucking surprise yeah, that, party. That, that's essentially, like, like, the entire plot of this episode is that, like, Ruby's on an interview, uh, I think one of her former co-workers kind of sets her up with this with this job interview and she like she goes to this interview kind of not half-assed but like she's kind of nervous about it and like in the interview she's basically just her plain plain old Rosie and because like the uh the hiring person or the personnel person <laughs> appreciates like just how how like dead-ass she is and just like how she tells her, like, yeah, like, I'm not a good interviewer, but I'm a good worker. And, like, she's like, you know what? You're hired. I don't like you. You're, you're not, we're not going to get along, but you're hired. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then eventually it's, it's kind of also like a telling of the times or, like, it's almost kind of a, like, because this is, like, late 80s, early 90s, and, like, there, there's two things in this episode that kind of, like, are funny kind of considering today's technology it's it's one that the reason Rosie doesn't get the job is because like the hiring manager tries to like tell her about like oh you're gonna have to want to come a little bit earlier just so you can log into the computer and it's this like obviously prehistoric computer by by anybody's like judgment today's now. standards today's standards but, like, she's like, oh, is that a microwave? Like, what What do I have to do with that? And because, like, she doesn't know how to use a computer, that's why, essentially, they say, like, oh, this probably isn't the job for you because all of our files, all of our information is on a computer. And she's just like, well, I can come in early and stay late. And she's like, no, if you don't know how to use a computer, we can't just spend the entire day training you. It's not something you can pick up in a day, which, which sucks for Rosie because 
it's kind of a telling of the time because I feel like we're always worried about the uh, computers taking over everything and all of our livelihoods. Yep, it's 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 just like <laughs> back in it's probably nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety or something, and I guess Terminator was was out then, but. Was it? What did Terminator come out? Uh, definitely eighties. 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 Yeah. So I, I guess, don't know when. I guess it's in the same base. Eighties and nineties, maybe. I want to say T two was what, like ninety six, maybe. Okay. So. All right. So I don't was, know. Maybe they. Maybe they were both in the nineties. Could have been. So I, I, I picture well, the first one as being more of an eighties movie, but. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess we can look that up. We have this thing called the internet. Speaking of technology, <laughs> but yeah, and the other uh, the other thing uh, I remember there's a in the beginning of the episode there's a Becky calls from her friend's house, and like I think uh, on the conversation Rosie's like, oh, what are you? So you're gonna go to to your friend's house after after school? So where are you right now? She's like at her friend's house. I forget forget his friend's her friend's name but she's like well if, if if you get your own house then you can get your own phone it's just like that's such a funny concept we coming from like associating one phone per house to one phone per pocket sometimes <laughs> for pocket that's but, yeah that's a yeah. Different. But yeah the terminator was 1984 so 84 was, 91 yeah yeah so interesting like i guess signs of the times and kind of uh interesting enough even though like it's outdated technology it kind of uh is relevant still today just how how you do have to basically know a certain computer program to be in a certain job or just kind of uh i guess basically life and uh, i think the highlight of this episode to me was just kind of the seeing the full range of like angry depressed and like sarcastic Rosie all in one episode. So just kind of the range of emotion that Rosie can have. And the, uh, the whole fight that Dan and her get into towards the end is kind of, uh, interesting as well. Yeah, it was pretty impressive acting yeah. again. Yeah. Like when they have those big throwdown scenes, they fucking both get into it. Exactly. Yeah. Like Dan's like just pure rage and just Rosie's just like both both of them are incredible actors. It's 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 so crazy how just like the sitcom can like bring out so many different emotions or different different reactions by them. And uh, for that reason, like I'll I'll give it a uh, I'll give it an eight point seven. Eight point seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why. That's just the number that came up. I was thinking like 7.5, you know, kind of yeah. a middle of the road episode. Uh, you were 7.8. <laughs> See, like, I. <laughs> this wasn't a, one of the best episodes. Like, the only reason I kind of put it kind of towards the high end is just like. I don't know. I, I see that. It has redeeming it's, moments yeah. for sure. But yeah. it was, yeah, just, it, you know, it not not the greatest. Yeah, I, I just like the the range of the acting in it. That's kind of what yeah what I give it the uh, the bonus points for. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, uh, yeah. that's that. That's uh, 
sounds like we're going to wrap up another episode of Hall of Stokes. If you want to find us on the world of the interweb and all that technology stuff on Skynet, uh, I'm Hall of Stokes on Twitter. I'm Sithifer on my Twitter. Uh, and I'm Darth Matt 501 uh, And you can also Gmail us on the Gmails at Holmesnokes at Gmails. Yes, you can. And I, fortunately, we don't have any uh, emails yet, but someday we'll have a whole email segment. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Someday. Someday. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Good shit. All right. Later. Or, uh...
man's man.